Hey, this is Joey from Residual Culture. Just a quick note before we get going on this episode. There is a little bit of fuzz and crackling in about the first four or five minutes of this episode, but it'll go away after that. So uh, stick with us through those first couple minutes uh, and the audio will get better, I promise. All right, get into it. From Joey's car, currently parked in a parking structure in downtown Reno, Nevada, this is Residual Culture. A media mixtape. I'm Ben Birkenbein. And I'm Joey Lovato. And uh, Joey, we literally are sitting in your car after uh, some technical difficulties because we're on the road tonight. Yeah, we. so we went and saw Predator. I think if we hold the mic here, it'll right. be okay. Just do it that way? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Ben and I, are. we just went and saw Predator. We did. The Predator. Yeah, the, the new Predator movie. And um, yeah, we, we started recording twice and it failed both times. <laughs> this is what happens when you leave the the comforts of our studio yeah so we're gonna we're doing this like with one lav mic shared between the two of us into a phone into a phone uh you too can be a podcaster yeah hey who knows <laughs> hopefully so if the audio is not great uh we apologize but anyway um the reason we went and saw the predator well hold on i guess we should go, go back for a second we recorded yeah. a little bit of pre predator thoughts yeah so we're gonna take we're gonna like pause this a little bit let you hear our intro as we prepared to see the predator so we were getting we got a couple beers joey got a taco and uh then we'll be back to give you our thoughts after show about the predator all right it's just it's recording so we're downtown uh coming at you live not live but uh from downtown reno and ben and i are about to go see the predator actually so i'm gonna hand my phone to him so he can speak into this because we don't have our normal uh studio setup (laughs) This is what happens when residual culture goes on the road. So you may be able to hear the sweet sounds of some uh, Mexican music in the background. That's because Joey and I have decided to stop into a local establishment, um, grab a couple beers. Joey's eating a taco. He's finishing it right now. Uh, and we are about to go see Predator, which is going to be this topic, this week's topic for uh, the show. So we're getting pretty hyped before the show. Um, Joey, how are you feeling going into this movie? Gotta eat this taco too. <laughs> um, I I've heard this movie's not very good, and I don't think the other Predator movies are very good. But I've heard this is like a really good bad movie. If that makes sense, it's like an enjoyable bad movie. So that's what I'm going in expecting, and maybe that's unfair to the movie. But you know, <laughs> you basically just summed up why I love Predator, anyways, because. Uh, you know, these are these are good movies, right? And they're good because they're kind of bad. The old stuff, the original Predator and Predator 2, were so charming in their 1980s and 1990s aesthetic. And I, I'm just looking forward to seeing how the Predator has evolved. Um, so I think maybe without further ado, we should get going because the show is going to start in about 10 minutes. So we're going to finish these beers. Uh, we're going to go get our tickets, and we will be back after the show to give you our thoughts on Predator. No, The, The Predator. All right, so now that you've heard us, uh, now that you've heard me eating a taco. <laughs> That's right, yeah. We're back, so now we are currently back in the car again yeah, and uh, ready to go. Post, post movie. Yeah. How did, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Initial thoughts. Okay, uh, 
I want to get your initial thoughts because the reason we went to see The Predator, this is the first movie that you and I have done on a residual culture field trip, yeah. right? Uh, the reason we went to see it is because we really disagreed about the first Predator movie. In fact, that's what started this whole podcast. Yeah, I mean, this uh, the, our disagreement with The Predator and I think our disagreement on a couple other movies really kind of got the podcast going. And so we were like, we got to go see the new Predator, especially because you saw the trailer and you were like, this looks great. I was hyped. Yeah, I was hyped up because in the in uh, the trailer, for those of you that haven't seen it, uh, basically we learned that the predator has now evolved. That there's like this super like there's this, a super predator. Super, it's it's an awkward term, but yeah, it's a super predator uh, who is like taller and bigger and faster and stronger than the other predator. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think what we should do is let's let's talk a little bit generally about. Uh, action movies and maybe why we disagreed about the Predator or talk. Well, something like I just that. want like your initial thought though before, and then we'll go back to the action movies. But the thing like, is, I don't want to. It's like it's almost like uh, okay, I'm not going to bury the lead. I was disappointed. Okay, I was disappointed. That being said, they there were still some charming like Predator moments in there, which which I think I can I can relate to why I appreciate the first Predator. It's a it's not a good movie. <laughs> but like it's a I would say it's a good bad movie in that I was laughing a lot at scenes that I probably shouldn't have been laughing at. But they were just so poorly written and so poorly shot. And we'll get more into that in the second half of the episode when uh, when we talk about spoilers and stuff. But we're going to try and keep this first half spoiler free. So yeah, let's go ahead and talk about like what can make a bad action movie? What can make a good bad action movie? And what just makes a good action movie? All right, so when I think good action movies, I'm thinking of like genre defining action movies like uh, like Die Hard, right? Um, what else would you put up there? Like, what what would you put up as a like a really good action? movie? Oh man, I mean, uh, can you can you, can I say like Star Wars? I guess that's a sci fi movie. Yeah, it has some action. Yeah. <laughs> it does have action. Um, I really like like what's like a, a yeah genre defining action movie is a good question. Um, well let me let me put it this way. I'll say that there are there are movies that are done that that keep really nice tension so for example i haven't seen it in a while but Re- but reservoir dogs i think is like well i guess it's yeah, more but, of a drama yeah and it's also just more kind of focused on crime rather than you know explosions and action and That's that true. kind of stuff and we could talk about different types of action movies like i actually think that the first transformers with shia labeouf is like a pretty fun action movie that's a horrible take no, I think it's a fun movie. No. In fact, the only way that I watched uh, Transformers is with... Uh, I watched it with the Rift Tracks, and I think that's the only way I could watch that movie. <laughs> that's a bad movie. No, I think the original Transformers is a fun movie. It's a fun, not good movie. Man, there's like people like looking at us in the car <laughs> as we record. Oh, well, that's fine. That's what you get for recording in a, in a parking garage. We're literally at, in a parking garage. At, a, at 7.30 on a Sunday. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but yeah, I think the, I I disagree. I think the original Transformers is. I think the second, third, fifth, eighth, tenth one are garbage. Like so bad. Sure. But the first Transformers of Shia LaBeouf is like a fun, dumb action movie. No, they're just building off the horrible foundation that was set in the first one. <laughs> That's why the the subsequent ones are bad. Whereas yeah. to bring it back a little bit, First Predator set a foundation. 1987, 1997, the new Predator, the Predator Two comes back builds and in fact is a really nice take on that then it gets a little out of control with some of the other predator movies alien versus predator alien versus predator and i think there was one just called predators sure right? like I've, plural i've only seen the original predator and i've seen scenes from alien versus predator yeah and then we've got this one the predator uh other other good action movies though i think uh the movie heat 
You ever see the movie Heat with uh, De Niro and Al Pacino? It's oh, like one okay. of the few times they ever appear on screen together. I, I have not seen it, but I know of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also think that the movie that you had me watch, actually, the, like John Woo movie. Um, oh, yeah, The Killer. Like, no, 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 I didn't watch The oh, Killer. Oh, Hard Boiled. I, I watched Hard Boiled. Hard Boiled's a fun action movie. Yeah, those are really good action movies, and I think they're good because those things not only have the action, but they had some heart. I think Heat, for example, or, for example, Die Hard, it has kind of the funny some of the funny dialogue quippy. a little bit yeah some quippy dialogue but it's also like i don't know yeah i guess i never really thought about that like the the kind of merits of die hard it's been a long time since i've seen it but it it just has tension and it has like you you really you know they play up the bad guy to be really bad yeah. and you just want to see this sort of vengeance mm-hmm. being taken um and so that that i think works yeah and i think you know, like the original Predator movie, I think my problem with it is like, I'm not viewing it from the same lens that you did because you got to watch it when it, like, did you see when it came out? Uh, not right when it came out, but, but yeah, in fact, no, not right when it came out. Uh, it was later. But so I, I don't know. I was watching it from, I think I watched it when I was probably like 12 or 13. It was probably like 20, 20, 2009, 2011, somewhere in there. And like, I was just like, God, this is terrible. This is like not like it's not well made. It's campy. It feels dated. The dialogue is super goofy, and like, you know what though? I will say like the dialogue is goofy in like a bad action movie kind of way. Where like the dialogue in this movie was like, just like you're like, don't say it, don't say it, don't. Say it. Oh, he said it. Yeah, I, I think I can I can just generally say without giving too much away that that. Uh, it, it was very clear that they were trying to maintain that kind of style of like little quippy dialogue and kind of like it's it's like cheesy or campy, but you know updating it for like now, kind of the way that like all the superhero movies now do. They feel like they have to have these funny one-liners. And oh stuff. god, I hate them. I hate it. But you see, like I also felt like that same thing did not work in this screenwriting. Well, and it's why like, I hated the new Star Wars movie too. Yeah. Oh, there's a big old truck. Yeah. If also if you hear things in the background, that's yeah. the rumble of the uh, of the, the parking par- the structure, downtown Reno parking yeah. structure, trembling under the wheels of a Ford F one fifty or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, like that's kind of the reason why I really disliked the new Star Wars. Actually, is like they go for the cheap laugh when they have an opportunity to make like a real point or to even have any sort of character development. But then they're like, oh no no, Luke's gonna throw the lightsaber off the cliff, or in in yeah. this movie, like he's just gonna make a fart joke. Yeah. See, and this is the thing, like, I don't, I don't mind, like, in general, like, snappy or quippy or kind of lame dialogue or one-liners, but I think... I hate it. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, because it's been done so much now, that's what, like, people feel like they have to put it in there because the crowd gets a laugh or whatever, especially in The Predator. It really cheapens the movie, I think. Well, in it, a lot of ways. It just got old. Oh, like God, like like yeah. some of the one-liners I was like, "Ah, oh, okay, fine, put it in there." But then it, they just kept coming. They would and they not lost, stop. It just lost its effect after a while and you're like, "All right, you know, I don't need this. I don't yeah. need this out of my Predator movie." Well, yeah, and like there were definitely like a few one-liners you're like, "Oh, that was pretty funny." Yeah. But then you're like, uh, <laughs> stop. Why are you still like why do you keep just saying really vulgar things? Yeah. Like the scene, oh, I don't even want to talk. We'll we'll get into spoilers in a minute, but Yeah. But yeah. Um anything else you want to say? Well, what what about this? So you said you described this movie as a bad no, a good bad movie. I mean, uh, there are some offensive things in this movie that I don't think redeem it anyway. Like there are like some problems with this movie that I was like, I don't like that from like a very like 
don't know. Like, it's kind of messed up that you're, they're trying to like talk about a serious subject and they're just being like, <laughs> funny. Isn't that funny? Yeah. You're like, no, that's not actually, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't make fun of that. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into that in a second. But like, there are moments where you're just like, this is supposed to be a serious moment. Like there was one moment in the movie that was supposed to be really serious. And I, this is a light spoiler because like, I, I'm going to give away a moment, but you know, I'm not going to say much more than that. There is a point where two guys, like these two, uh, like military guys, they get gravely injured and they look at each other in the eye and they both cock their guns and they shoot each other in the head. And you know that this is supposed to be like a serious moment between these two like military dudes. But instead you're just like, God, that was so stupid and, like, goofy. And, like, they just, like, looked at each other and nodded and then just fired. You know what? We might just have to uh, can the uh, general discussion because I want to actually... I want to litigate that scene. All right, well... Because I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, I thought it was so stupid. It was stupid, and it, but, but uh, man, it, it was just, like... It had no heart. But... It was, like... No, that wanted, was the heart. No, they wanted to have heart, but instead it was just... You laughed. But that that's what I mean, because it's self-conscious of what is actually taking place there. Two guys... I mean... We're going to get into we're spoilers just, We're just jumping in, but like... I mean, all right, let's just say, when you said gravely injured, one guy is pinned up, impaled on a tree. Yeah, right? gravely injured. Okay. The other guy has his intestines, like, laying on the ground in front of him. Yeah. They're both going to die. They have this brotherly relationship through military service, yep. right? And they look at each other like, we're both suffering here. Let's do it, bro. We gotta, you know, like, we gotta just end our suffering together. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's the kind of because that stuff was like but in it, the original Predator too. It was poorly done, and it like we, you laughed. I laughed because of the beauty of like you couldn't just do it this way because the camera pulls back and it's framed perfectly. One guy is hung up in a tree, and the other guy's down at the bottom. And then they just they're kind of there, and then they both go limp but after the gunshot. These are like characters you're supposed to care about. And, like, these are, like, major characters in the movie, and instead of, like, you know, making you feel for these characters, they're just like, let's just, like, let's do this moment poorly. Listen, they've already made you care about those characters from earlier. Now that's the last moment that the audience gets, right? Yeah. Uh, when they get a moment to share with them before they end their lives. But you're laughing at them. I Listen, I laugh because, I listen, I laugh at... Like when something's d well done in a movie, I laugh at like, okay, I see what you're trying to do there. You were very. Yeah. There were a lot of moments in the movie where you were like elbowing me, like here it comes, <laughs> and I was like, oh boy. And Ben's like, was, here comes the predator. <laughs> or like, what was the guy's name? The the original guy. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that guy's that guy's not gonna last <laughs> or whatever. Oh yeah. Because there's a couple there's a couple characters, uh, and then you're like, I I'm gonna guess I know which character dies first. Yeah. Right. You can pretty much see it. I'll also say this. Um, one, you're wrong about the two guys shooting each other. That was meant to be a meaningful scene, and it was silly. <laughs> and I think that that, is, that like, exemplifies why this movie is bad, in my opinion. It's funny to me, though, that you're thinking that was supposed to be a serious moment. I. It's crazy to me that you think that it was supposed to not be a serious moment. But, like, listen, you have to consider the context, man. Like... This is what they're doing, right? They're fighting this alien. Like, they're fighting the super predator. Yeah. <laughs> Which we'll get into in a minute. But, like, not only... There's just so many people just looking in the car. It's all right. Um, Joey's very self-conscious about recording a podcast in his car. There's just a lot of people in this parking garage. Lock um, the doors, bro. We're safe. <laughs> don't worry, everyone. Right. Ben's locked in. Um, no, uh, I am locked in. I'm locked in on this point because <laughs> I'm right here. Okay. 
outside of that point, I don't think we're going right. to agree on that. No, we're not. The main character was very dis-unlikable. He was not, an in- like, a likable person. Yeah, but I, here's the thing. I mean... He was just, like, a dick throughout the movie, and, like, he was never, like... He was the least funny of all the funny people. All right. Uh, um. Yeah, that's true. I would agree with that. Like, you can't make the main character... And if you've seen any other Predator movies, you know that he's the only one who's going to freaking survive. <laughs> well, but that's not true. We don't want to give too, too yeah, many spoilers uh, yeah, away, yeah, but yeah. that's not, you know... That's not entirely true, but, not like, true. he is just unlikable, and, like... Every every time he like says something that's supposed to be like oh look at this edgy dude you're just like wow what a jerk <laughs> yeah but that's the care I mean you know look back at the original Predator like look back at you know well I guess I shouldn't say that no about I mean Predator like I don't know too. Arnold Schwarzenegger is like not a jerk though in the original Predator right actually yeah. you like like there is a like brotherly thing that goes on in the original Predator that's that true. like is like respectable and none of them are like saying these dumb one line quips yeah like. I mean, you get, like, get... Oh, there was, like, a get-to-the-chopper moment in this movie, and it was stupid. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, yeah. all right, so let me just let me just say this. Let's, Here, let's get into, like, one, like a little bit more of non-spoiler, and then we'll jump into the spoilers. All right, non-spoiler, I'll say that one... I'll say that uh, for those who have seen the Predator movies, uh, this movie does contain... Um, a lot of gore. Well, a lot of gore, but also some elements and characters from the earlier films. So they they do show up. It's not like a totally isolated Predator film. Really? Like who? And uh, actually, the the scientist uh, Key, oh. Keys. He was uh. he was in Predator too. But anyways, uh, so you do get those kind of characters that are there. And the other thing so that, that does deep, deep Predator lore. Well, <laughs> the other okay, all right. There's a couple things that happen. They wrap up one fundamental question about the Predator. Not wrap it up, but they, they answer a question that uh, I don't think the series had answered before this. Okay. The second thing I'll say is it did contain some awesome action sequences. Predator-style action, action sequences. There were some good action sequences, but it was followed by really boring or uninteresting action sequences, I would say. Uh, yes, there was yes some action no. that wasn't very good. Yes and no. Yeah, that's true. But, but I, I think that, man, like... <sighs> Yeah, there's some things that didn't work for me. Yeah. There are some things that worked for me. So I did I did get my, my Predator giggles on a little bit. Uh, yeah, there were some really goofy like kill scenes and stuff, but I will say But that uh, was that was the that was some of the good stuff. It was like they were trying to be campy, but they almost weren't. It was just like eh. <laughs> but um I, I I will say that the CGI also was like on some of the scenes was really weird and like didn't seem to work. Yeah, I so Man, all right. Can we just jump into it? Yeah, well, let's jump into it. All right, if if you're going to see The Predator, pause the podcast, come back, listen from this moment on. We got uh, some... I think you'll enjoy our discussion. Because we we just can't beat around the bush anymore, so to speak. We got to get in there. The movie... Okay, so begin spoilers. Wait, I will say, opening scene, very Star Wars-esque. Okay, I was super disappointed by the opening scene. Was, I thought I was like, this is not how we should be starting the Predator movie. Yeah, you know. That being said, where it led to one of the coolest scenes in the movie, what? The, the initial Predator kill. Oh. <laughs> so first of all, you, it sort of it sort of hones it focuses in. Well, okay, the Star Wars intro. Yeah, like these right? two ships are fighting in space. Two and ships are fighting in space. One of them like goes down to Earth. One rips through like a time space continuum hole, and then <laughs> yeah. like comes into space. And it's on Earth. And then crashes on Earth. Also, the music was very Star Wars-like, I will say, in this but movie. But that, that's that's a holdover from the Predator movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still the same. I think it was good music. I will actually say, like... Music was okay. It was it, it was okay. It was fitting, you know? It was, yeah. it was fitting. Ooh, someone's got a real loud car. 
Here we, I think that's probably a motorcycle coming oh. somewhere. Oh well. Uh, but anyways, here. So then the the the, um, the spaceship lands, <laughs> and um, it crashes into like a sniper who's trying to b- break up like a drug deal. Yeah, in like Ecuador. Or something? Yeah, presumably... Yeah, Somewhere in South America? South or Central America. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. quite clear. Um, in the jungle, of course. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I'll just say this. That first Predator kill was... When he slices the dude in half Amazing. So, in typical pre- Predator fashion, dude gets, like, strung up by a tree, and then he's basically gutted. Yeah. Right? Oh, he's cut in half, right? Yeah, he's cut in, like, completely in half, and then his guts, like, fall out. His guts... Well, the... So this is the beauty of this scene, right? This is the the pure cinematography, you know, <laughs> you know, boy. Just using beauty. the word the predator and cinematography in the I same mean, scene is kind of an oxymoron. But, but think about this: like you're <laughs> trying to set up like a campy uh, action movie. This is the scene that is going to get the audience hyped. Okay. This is the true spoiler, but it was awesome. So predator actually gets knocked down, right? He's like some, knocked out somehow. He gets knocked out by like a some sort of stun backfire. Oh, yeah, the dude puts on, like, the gauntlet and yeah, has, he, like, a laser. Yeah, so the guy is rum, rummaging around through the Predator's downed ship and, like, fall uh, finds his gauntlet and his mask. Yeah. And so... And the, he puts the gauntlet on. Yeah, that puts the gauntlet on. It just magically fits him. Well, yeah, it it fixes to his arm. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then it shoots, like, a laser at the Predator. Shoots a laser at the Predator, and uh, the Predator is kind of knocked out. And then I believe he shoots one of the discs, the flying discs. Oh, That's what yeah. slices the guy in half. Yeah, no, the guy was already sliced in half, I think. But anyways, so the blood is blood dripping. is dripping down onto the predator's face, which he's downed. So his face is getting covered in blood. And then all of a sudden, the predator's eyes open. So you get this bloody predator head with like golden eyes looking yeah. at you, and you're like, "That's exactly the stuff I came here for." I was like. All right. I'm getting worked up just talking about this again, Joey. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> um, another problem with this movie is like they just would like go from place to place, and you'd be like, oh, they're just they just made it to he just made, he's just in America now. Like, so, fr- he was in Ecuador. Yeah. And now he's in America. <laughs> yeah. And like, and then like all of a sudden, like, oh, he's in his hometown now, and then like, now he's in the forest, but where? And it's night, and then it's day, and then it's yeah, then it's daytime, <laughs> but then you're like. But like, where did they? Where's the? Where's the forest? I, he was literally like, at some weird secret military base outside his own hometown, I guess. Yeah, presumably a lot of this takes place in Maryland, the Maryland area. Yeah, but it's like, what? <laughs> so let's just do this. Let, so the story follows this, uh, this, 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 this particular sniper who's right? really uninteresting and not funny. So he ends up smuggling the predator's mask and gauntlet. Uh, he sends it back to his yeah, he family. Ma- he mails it home. <laughs> he mails it home through through the the pa- like Panamanian mail system. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, to his family, which he basically has abandoned because you know he's living the good life and or fighting the good fight as yeah. like a, as a marine or a soldier or whatever. Yeah. Um, his wife is basically non-existent. Yeah, she's, like, not in the movie. But she's real tough later. She's tough in, like, one scene. She's tough she's and in. she's very anti-federal government. Yeah. I think we're safe, safe to say there. Yes. Uh, and number two, he has a son who has uh, Asperger's. Asperger's syndrome. This is a big problem I had with the movie. Now, before we get into that, I just want to do, like, a general story arc 
Um, because I think, so this is what it follows. And then, um, the other sort of main character that comes in here is Olivia Munn, who's who, like plays, a who plays an evolutionary biologist at Johns Hopkins University. And she gets roped in because the U S government has now like captured more alien technology and it's using some sort of, uh, DNA technique to evolve or they, they didn't, they, they were need kind her of, expertise. Yeah. They were, they were looking into the predator. Th- this is not the first predator to have come to earth in this movie at this point. Because of, the original Predator movies. Yeah, they were they were like, oh, the first one came in eighty seven, and you're like, hey, that's when the original Predator movie came. And out. the second one came in ninety seven. That that's not when the Predator 92. movie came. Yeah, but that that's when they said the Predator would was there. So it was, oh. it was made in nineteen ninety two, but it was set in nineteen ninety seven. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so they, they've got these Predators there, uh, and they're trying to understand what they're doing. I guess they're like, yeah, dissecting it or something. The only other thing we should say, just to introduce the rest of the cast real quick, is that um, this oh, yeah. Why? this soldier who uh, was the initial one to encounter the Predator's downed ship yeah. and our sort of main character, um, the U.S. government wants to shut him up, basically. They don't want people to know about this alien technology, that any of this exists. So they basically put him on... They set him on a path to be... Uh, go into like a, a mental bit. hospital. Yeah, yeah, mental hospital. So he's put on a bus with like, what, five other characters? Two, something like that? Yeah, five. Five other characters. And then lo and behold, Predator like infiltrates and they take over the bus. And now those are your other characters. Yeah, your other characters are like all the dudes from the crazy bus. Like one of them has Tourette's and like was portrayed really poorly. Really poorly. Like I would say like offensively. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then, which is too bad because I really like that actor. <laughs> Yeah, um, he is the. Uh, if you've watched the Expanse, it's the uh, it's the cop from the Expanse. Oh, you know who else is in there? The the other guy, the English guy, was uh, he's in Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, he plays Theon. He plays, he plays Theon Greyjoy. Theon. Yeah, Theon Greyjoy. I just realized that. And then there was Keegan Michael Key. Yep, from and Key then and Beale and this. Other things. Uh, there was a token. <laughs> it was like the token minority guys. Yeah, and I forget. Oh gosh, that's horrible because I forget his name. Um, but yeah. So, anyways. Those are the guys we've got, and he yeah. he was like a suicidal soldier. Yeah, and right? then there so. was like the Hispanic guy who was religious. That's right. He was really into the Bible yeah. and the end of days. And yeah. He was convinced that the Predator was like the end of days. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that's all of them. All right. So that that's like those those are your players. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, and plus the um, oh, plus Olivia Munn, the scientist, and Michael B. Jordan is actually the evil kind of like not evil, but he's like the, um, you know, he's like the government uh, not Michael B. bureaucrat. I thought that was. No. That was like very as a very like low level actor. I can look it up while we keep going. All right. Anyways, so he there's the, there's also like the government bureaucrat who works for this uh high level scientist. He's kind of the bad guy. Yeah, and he's kind of the bad guy because he's trying to basically stifle all knowledge of the predator and and know, just like kill people, like kill other military guys for his own benefit. Yeah. I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh so here's here's the stuff. So the first opening scene, amazing for me, I thought, except for the way that nah. it, it started. Nah. Second thing I'll say is that, uh, th- did you get this? Uh, this is a really interesting uh, thought I had when I was watching it. Um, did you get any, like, uh, Stranger Things vibes? Yeah, the, 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 the Asperger's son was kind of very similar to the main character. Asperger's son... Lots of scenes in, like, schools. Yeah, there was um, a lot of scenes. There was, like, a big fight scene in the school. Halloween sort of scenes. Yeah, and it's yeah. all about this, like, alien. Yeah. That, I mean, 
And that did not work for me at all. No, no. The, the context for this Predator movie just did not work. It's like the massive fight in the school where they're like blowing it up and then they're like, no one's around? It was very Stranger Things. It was like government conspiracy to cover it up. And, the, uh, the, and even the aesthetic, you know, some of the lighting, yeah. some of the Halloween at like at night sort of stuff. The uh, the government bad guy was played by Sterling K. Brown. Oh, Sterling K. Brown, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, but um, yeah, Boyd Holbrook is the uh, main character. Yep. I've never seen him in anything. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I yeah the aesthetic didn't work. I want to talk about like a lot of kind of um, tone deaf things in this movie. All right, let's get into it. Um, so there's the son with Aspergers, and I don't I don't think they treated that well. And also, like, why did he have Asper? Like, it didn't really like need to be in the movie, but like he's like a super smart kid who like. At the end of the movie, the government is just letting him play with, like, Predator technology, and he's, like, he's, like, eight. And he's, like, plugging things into the mask and stuff. So this is, this is why I said Stranger Things, because it feels very much like Eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, this, like, super smart kid. And I don't, quite frankly, I don't need kids in my Predator movies. Yeah, and then, then like, and there's... Olivia Munn has a line in the movie where she's, like, some people say that people with Asperger's are actually the next evolution in humanity... Yeah. And you're like, okay, I think that's a little bit tone deaf. <laughs> yeah, I'm there yeah, there's definitely that uh that kind of stuff. This is like th- this whole thing. I'll I'll say that there's like a there's a moment in Predator 2 which is kind of creepy, which is where the predator, you know, is like mimicking uh uh voices and this this small child encounters the predator. Uh but the predator is um camouflaged or whatever sure, he's yeah, like, it's uh, like it's stealth at that moment and um he the little kid just goes to the predator want some candy want some candy and the predator is looking at him so you see it in infrared and oh, yeah. he just like registers that want some candy he keeps playing it over and then later before he makes a kill he he's says like, it to someone oh yeah that's about as me- that's about as much as i want a child in my predator movies this kid is like a vital role in the movie. it's 11 from I'm sorry, I, maybe I'm hung up on that comparison, yeah, but like he's just like he's like uber smart, and the predator is the demogorgon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, he. Yeah, I think they just handled the kid poorly, and like I don't, I don't know, I didn't want the kid in the movie, and the, the kid is just like getting shot at, and he's like, "Hey, f you," and yeah. you're like, "What? <laughs> this yeah. kid's eight. Yeah. Um, but so yeah. I had a problem with that. I had a problem with the guy with Tourette's who like. It literally came up three times in the movie that he had Tourette's, and he yeah. would just say something horribly offensive, and then they'd be like, oh, he's got Tourette's, sorry. Yeah. And then that was it, and you're like, oh, come on, like, dude, <laughs> that's yeah. not how that works either. Yeah. And, like, the rest of the time, he's totally normal. Which is really interesting, because I would like to go back, I'll, have, I'll probably have to go back and watch the, um, the, other, the other Predator movies now, because... I at least maybe I'm just looking back on them with rose-colored glasses, but I don't remember the di- I remember the dialogue being very broy, right? It it's is very, very bro-y. but it's all about sort of solidarity between grunts, between soldiers, sure. between high-level whatever. I mean, it's like v- very Vietnam. It's maybe not, it was Viet- well, the first one. The first one, yeah. The second one, they go to like an urban environment. It's yeah, like yeah. the drug lords and all that kind of stuff. Uh, with Danny Glover, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember the dialogue ever being like borderline, like just like. Like I don't there's there's a there's a line between being broy and like in solidarity and then just like straight up misogyny. 
Yeah, there was you know definitely I mean? like a moment where they're like, the woman can't have that gun. <laughs> yeah, like th- there was some of that in this movie, which and there was there was the one where he's like, hey, get your pant. He's like, I'll, I'll put my panties on later and fight you, or what? I got my dancing shoes on. Oh yeah, I did. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh jeez. Yeah. yeah, there's that kind of like like the dialogue, the the screenwriting, just not good. Yeah, no, it's. It's it's poorly done. I like I think that the best parts of this movie are like when the predator is just ripping dudes apart. Yes, okay. but that's like thank you. That's like thank you. That's like five percent of the movie. Is it, it worth it? But to that's see what it? I mean. I need more of that. I need more of the atmosphere. You can you can splice in the the storyline, but the storyline here was not. It Good. didn't work. No, it, it made no that's, sense. That's what I mean. Like there was there was like literally like four scenes in this movie where the person was just like oh. There's a bigger bigger predator. Obviously, the smaller predator was like a weaker one, and he's trying to like save humanity because of this. And like you're like, wow, you just made a lot of big so, jumps, and you figured out a lot of what was going on. That's what I mean. Like <laughs> they just they could have hit those beats, those like s- s- plot beats, like a lot better. They I literally think. were just like, I mean, like show not tell, but these guys like would literally just out of nowhere understand what was going on even though this aliens just like attacking people and they're not really sure why like all of a sudden they're like oh clearly it's because of this and like, no how would you how'd you figure that out yeah there's um, no evidence that they were given to make to jump to that conclusion they just jumped to the conclusion for like seemingly no reason yeah well yeah it's it, it is true they used a lot of like just dialogue to advance like everything yeah. you know what i mean like oh yeah this is obviously what's happening yeah thanks they also lobotomize a space dog and he kind of like ooh, we should talk about predator dogs yeah they were in it and then one of them got a grenade in his stomach yep and then the other one they lobotomized and then he like stumbled around and then he just wasn't in the movie and then he was friendly yeah they like sh- they like put a thing they in played his... fetch with him for the rest of the movie and then at the end they were like the, the predator dog didn't die or like I thought like at the end he would like sacrifice himself but no like nothing came of it it just kind of like went into the forest and you're like I guess that'll come into a actually sequel. that's true whatever yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a predator dog out there somewhere <laughs> yeah there also okay we might as I mean how how long are we in here because I mean I think we're we're 30 in all right I would because we should actually just talk about a little bit of the resolution bad bad the ending you're like what I the did, hell I don't want that cut the last five minutes of that movie out you guys if they go that way so okay fine spoiler uh, alert super predator they uh, take him down that was a cool 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 final fight scene I thought that's fine it was fine I think it was probably one of the weakest fight scenes in the movie actually. yeah yeah because you got they used up all their creativity in the earlier kill scenes I don't want a second pre- the predator movie with Iron Man in it this was the okay, so fine. Big super predator guy. Um, well, they, they, right. they, uh, so, okay, they, they tried to make a point about climate change in this movie at one point, and then they just totally forgot about it. Man, <laughs> well, it, it, okay, all right. Where to start with this? Where to start? So yeah. let's just go this way. They they discover so the reason that there's a super predator um, is because they realize now why the predators have been traveling around the galaxy. Searching for the strongest, um, most fit uh, kind of warriors on every planet yeah. and collecting their skulls. And the the way they found this out is they just found it out. Yeah, they were I, just like, oh, clearly this guy is trying to become the most powerful being in the universe. Yeah, so there's literally no reason they found it out. 
what what they're actually doing is they're actually looking for the strongest people in in order to like basically harvest their DNA yeah. and then use it on themselves to make themselves stronger and more resilient because uh, planets are dying and, and whatever. They, and then and they the, want the super predator is after the guy's son who has Asperger's because that's what will make him yeah, more powerful. They think that that's the next evolution of humans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We actually did just say this. I mean, yeah. this is where the movie went. Yeah, it was weird. So then what happens is... Um, it's like it wanted to say something and then they just forgot about that message. Yeah, I, I don't... I, that's the thing, like, I just don't really understand. I mean... It's a weird creative choice. Weird creative choice, so... Anyway, I want to talk about this Iron Man thing. All right, so this is what happens. Super Predator's done, and then they cut to, like, you know, the sort of denouement scene before the final, the big finale, yeah. which is basically like, oh, that initial Predator that came here in, like, 1987 uh, actually was trying... He's been coming back more frequently because the the because climate change is happening. And, and the, people are going to die. And people are going to die, and he wants to save humanity. Because he wants to harvest us. One... Was that clear? Was that what they said? Uh, yeah, I, I thought he just wanted... They wanted... He was like, wanted us... I think I think it was because he was a deserter, right? The super predator was, was hunting the original predator because he was a deserter, a traitor. Is that what... Oh, I didn't really... So anyways... I, I wasn't really sure. <laughs> he was a traitor. He's trying to save humanity. Why? I have no idea. I have no idea. Probably, <laughs> probably because he... Because Danny Glover earned respect for humankind in Predator 2. Okay. All right? Uh, so... What he does is he delivers this package, or whatever. He's trying to deliver this package to humanity. Yeah. So final scene <laughs> is so basically nice. they open this package, and this is where the kid is playing with the predator technology and all that stuff. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Government. And it's it's an it's in effect the big reveal is that it's another like armband. It's another gauntlet, but it turns Into the armor. person in to Iron Man essentially, which is and with, they call like, it the. Predator killer. Yeah, like, well, no. The best part is like they're like analyzing this like armband, and then all of a sudden, like the like some alien words come up on the screen, and the kid's like, "Oh, that says Predator Killer." Like <laughs> he can just read alien all of a sudden for no reason, yeah, yeah. and then um, it like latches onto the scientist, and he just turns into a robot predator with like these giant missile launchers on its back, and then like it comes off of him, and then there were, and then like the main character was like. Does it come in a forty-two end seam? Oh no! Yeah, he's like, he's like, I hope it comes in forty-two long. Yeah, cut to black. Cut to black. Roll credits. And you're like, whoa, best closing lines of a movie ever. Here's what I'll say about that. I hope that they do not go. Oh, they, you know where this they, is going? Yeah. It's it's going to like Rambo three territory. They're you gonna, know what I mean? They're gonna like, reverse engineer it, make a bunch of robot predator suits, go to the predator home planet, and like wipe them out. I. That's what I. Man, I just. Uh, I, I'll bet you money on this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is going to be something like that. Like, the little kid's going to pilot the ship, yeah, and yeah. they're going to go to somewhere else. I don't think it's... I I, I think this movie was so bad. I, I genuinely don't think that the reception was good enough that people are going to be like, yeah, I'll go... I, I want to see the, new, the next that, one. That's the thing. I don't. I think it's done. Yeah. I mean, and without, um, you know, some true uh, revisioning of the storyline... This is supposed um, to be a reboot. Hollywood, by the way, I'm available to remake the Predator series. Um, you know, if you want to make a quality Predator movie, you contact Birkenbein. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to be pretty tough after this one. But, yeah, I, I, there was so much wrong with it that it's really hard to say that this was a good movie. The things that I say w- would make it a good, bad movie are, like, the really 
really campy dialogue, the ridiculous scene where the two guys shoot each other, and the crazy over-the-top gore. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, that, those scenes, there's some pretty... That's where the enjoyment pre- in this yeah, movie comes there's from. some pretty... Cause you, that is not a lot of this movie. A lot of this no. movie is exposition of people jumping to crazy conclusions, and then, like, there's also a lot of humans fighting humans... Yeah. Like, we're like, okay, the seven mil- crazy military guys that, like, broke out and have somehow, like, infiltrated this, like, high-security high government test site, um, like, they just start taking down, like, dudes in the military, which, like, does not seem like something that they would be... And then, all of a sudden, the Predator, like, is like, you got seven minutes before this place blows up. And then they're like, well, I guess we gotta partner up with all these guys we just killed and go take on the Predator. Yeah. And you're like, oh, those, like, all the guys that they killed that are left, or, like, the guys that they didn't kill are, like, the fodder that, like, get, like, yeah. totally blown up. Yeah, absolutely. Or get their head, like, chopped off or something. There was some... I was not expecting the amount of gore in this movie, though. I was very surprised. No, that, just, that was going to be there. Yeah, woof. There was, like, yeah. people's heads go, like, just getting crushed and, like... Uh, there was a great scene where this car is driving by and the Predator, like... Oh, yeah. Shoots a shoots his harpoon. Dude, like, it's like Scorpion from Final... Uh, so from, good. From, uh, from Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. So good. And then the car is driving by and these two guys just get decapitated by the, by the harpoon. <laughs> It's it's nice. Yeah, but that's like again, that's not a lot of this movie. The parts in this movie that are enjoyable are like super like fun and you're like, Wow, this is just crazy and yeah. the rest of it you're like, get back to the parts that are good. Yeah. And stop trying to have a message and then forgetting about it. And by the way, really, really underused the predator dogs. Yeah, they I were really like thought two they were scenes. gonna be better. Yeah. Again, one of them just gets a grenade in the stomach and blows up. The other one becomes a lobotomized fetch. That was pretty cool. The the, the when he sort of uh, when the guy put the like grenade launcher down the the yeah, that was pretty funny. That was kind of that was a good scene. Or not funny, but you were like, oh wow, yeah, it's. Oh man, we didn't even talk about. I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> we didn't even talk about like the fact that like the predator kid, the super predator kidnaps the kid and is trying to fly off the planet. Oh, wait, why? <laughs> He's trying to fly off the planet with the kid, but then, like, you know, his dad, the the marine guy, Jumps and, like, two other ship. guys are on the top of the ship. As and it's then, flying into, like, towards space. And, man, this... I, oh, Where the guy jumps bad. into the engine it to blow it up. <laughs> it was bad. It was just bad. Yeah, it was not. It was not yeah. good. Um, Disappointing, Predator. Yeah. Oh, and then, like, Olivia Munn's character just doesn't... At the end, you're just like, oh, she's just not... There's really, no resolution at all She's for her. just, like, gone. No. Nope. <laughs> Just nope, doesn't care. Poorly, poor. Like she could have been a good character. <laughs> you know what I would do, actually. Let me just, let me just. Uh, Hollywood, here's my pitch to you. I would totally reboot uh, Predator, focused on Olivia Munn's character, because I believe that we could find some some tokens in here. Because what she did is she actually got a piece of that Predator flesh. Oh yeah, what? So happened she with could that? she could try to like be researching this and like, and, like engineering her own fluid? stuff. Yeah, so she does have these like artifacts from the Predators. You could bring her back as like a leading character, build the franchise up around her, and it might actually have some promise. That will never happen, unfortunately. No, it won't. Because yeah, that's the other thing. This is like a behind-the-scenes kind of thing, but uh... yeah, Olivia Munn. Um, so basically, the director of the film, from what I understand, uh, had a scene with her and like one of his buddies, like one of his bros or something. He was an actor, but he he hadn't had work so he thought he was doing him a favor by bringing him back so the scene that uh, takes place between him and Olivia Munn which is apparently a scene where he attempts to kiss her or he's like hitting on her at a bar or something oh, yeah. 
Um, Boy, that's really messed up. Yeah, he was like a convicted. I'm pretty sure he was like convicted of like sexual assault or something. And so they found out about this later. So Olivia Munn demanded that the the, the scene. scene be removed from the movie before it was released. So Olivia Munn probably not touching the Predator franchise at all, or certainly not if this guy's yeah uh, on it anymore. Yeah, Shane Black, right? Uh, I yeah, you know what? I don't even know. I, I think, think that so. sounds about right. Yeah, I, if I am not mistaken, I don't like any of Shane Black's movies. Yeah, um, but I, that might be a kind of a hot take because I think he does a few of the Marvel movies. But we will have a Marvel movie uh, episode eventually. Yeah, it's kind of a that's a big undertaking. Well, this has been fun though. Yeah, this is a different episode. Uh, I hope the audio comes out all right. We're not yeah, really we're... sure. People are really going to start to wonder because the windows are steaming up in here a little bit. Yeah, they are. We've just been talking for like 45 minutes. It's getting a little warm in here. Yeah, it is getting warm. Yeah, we (laughs) definitely had... uh, This is our third try at this, though, because the batteries died, and then I put the new batteries in, and then they died. Yeah. And then (laughs) it was just not... And then we had like another mic, and that mic's broken, so we're both sharing a lav mic. It's been an experience. Definitely a learning experience. Um, So, yeah. Any any, any last thoughts on, on The Predator? If you liked the original Predator movie, you will find some redeeming qualities and enjoyment in this movie, but I still do not think that it is worth going to see. <laughs> That's fair. I would actually agree with that because, um, yeah, and especially, like, I don't know that you really have to go into the theater. You know, and I, I, it pains it me to say that. It wasn't, like, a very theatrical, like, movie. Like, I think I could have watched this at home and I would have felt the same. Yeah, actually probably worse because it's on a smaller screen. You'd be like, oh, okay, the stuff that's bad really probably stands out as bad. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah, don't go see it. <laughs> um, and if you did, I hope you got some enjoyment out of this. Um, I, think, I think that this movie also, another final word, I think there were a lot of learning opportunities in this movie, though. I think there are a lot of opportunities for Hollywood to take something away and, like, this is not how you do this. This is not how you approach a subject. This is not how you write dialogue. This is not how you do CGI. This is not how you uh, pace a movie. Pace a movie. It's not, like, there's so many movies. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I can't believe the amount. Like, it feels like they just didn't really think it through. Either that or it was rushed. I almost wonder, like, what the production sure. schedule was a little sure, bit. Sure, that's true. Because it is true, though. Like, the Predator, the scenes with the Predator look nice and the, the predator, predator looks good both of the predators in this movie look, look good really good they and do the, look like the costume is great yeah really great but they've had that you know what I mean yeah. that was sort of given to them so I, I was also disappointed that there were not more like of the scenes with the three laser dots that were like yeah and also there was never his noise that he makes there was the noise a little like bit like once there was the, the only the three sort of laser beams but then also only one infrared vision scene yeah what one. the heck one one infrared vision scene. You know what they replaced infrared vision scenes with? Predators now bite people. Oh, yeah. Which is actually kind of cool. He did bite a couple guys, yeah. It was and, like and, three or four and, heads bitten. And the, Yeah, jeez. And the kid. Claws. That was not fun. Anyway, that's a thought on the Predator and a little bit of early, you know, action. What's action? What's going on with action movies? So. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, basically what's going on. Yeah, if you like this format, maybe we'll go in a little bit more prepared next time. But. <laughs> Like, uh, if you like us going to see movies and talk about them after we see it, let us know. Yeah, we can do more spoiler kind of stuff, too. Or, um, like, less if you, if you don't like Or spoiler. less, yeah. yeah. So let us know. You can follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, 
Twitter. You can email us at uh, residualculturepodcast at gmail.com. And for access to all sorts of uh, bonus content, you can support us on Patreon. Yeah, and uh, the music of today's episode was Finder by People With Bodies, as always. Despite the fact that we're from a car, coming at you from the car. Yes, next time we'll be in the studio. <laughs> That's right. All right. So, uh, this has been Residual Culture. I'm Ben Birkenbun. And I'm Joey Lovato. Get into it. <laughs>